of ours tells you as being fact. Your you, um, your the scientists new, are giving the new Bible. You? you like you have people it's who the new Bible. You got a Bible fundamentalist who's something of a, a relic. Like oh, you still take the word literally, and it doesn't fit in our modern world to say I'm a Bible literalist. I literally believe in talking snakes. But then we do have television literalists, and they argue from the TV as an authority, and it has, in fact, replaced the religion for the masses. And yeah, you have a universal religion. You can have all your different denominations here on Earth fighting, but you all believe in outer space, and then the Vax is like the universal communion wafer. So yeah, they universalize the faiths, all the religions, and they have a universal priesthood that even the Pope will get vaxxed by one of these priests, which shows you, you know, which is the superior religion now? It's science. It's science is religion. It's to the point now where it's like, when people try to get me in these uh, think tanks and discussions where they want to talk about, like, space, I feel like, I feel like uh, uh, that emoji with the uh, eye roll, because it's like, they all want to talk about Mars and the different planets and about space and what they're doing and NASA and, and, and NASA saw this on the other side of the moon and, you know, and this, that, and the third. And it's like, don't, don't get me wrong. At, at one point in time, I was in that discussion. I believed all of that. I was there 100%. I was giving my opinion on that and everything. But as time goes on and as you get updated information, and I think that's the problem too, I think even in this quote-unquote uh, truth or community, this conscious community, whatever you want to call it, I think that once a lot of us find out, like I'll, I'll put it like this, once certain people find out some information, they get so excited with the information because it's something groundbreaking to them that it's like they that they get stuck right there. And even when the information can be updated and debunked, they don't want to take that leap um, um, because at that point they're compromised by maybe if I make a move and I have to update this information and really be honest and, and speak truth, I'll lose my following. So now, now we're dealing with a thing as to where this whole internet, it's a currency system of attention. And nobody wants to lose their limelight because their limelight is monetized now and it also, it also feeds them, it also feeds a bunch of depressed people and ego. So it's like everything is compromised to where we're, now we live in a compromised society 100%. Yeah, exactly. And again, I brought this up earlier today. That's why I'm doing other things to keep this channel going, because if I played by the rules, we never would have reached any conclusions. We would have always been more or less corralled into the wrong opinions by trying to go along with a consensus to avoid repercussions, to avoid the censorship. And, you know, we lost three channels last week, and I have no intention. I'm doubling down. I will... Not kowtow, because again, uh, yeah, everybody's compromised, and I, I'd like to keep this platform pure, uncompromised, free speech, absolutists, no filter here. You're right. But hey, um, yeah, um, um, you mentioned when you talk about this stuff, people might think that you're 
crazy or it's something it's it's out of reality it's it's why would you even be obsessed with this stuff the fact is this is philosophy uh, we don't burn right. ideas we don't burn books we are actually committing the crime of philosophy and we're knowing the difference between wrong answers and good and and correct answers and that to me is what we're actually creating here this is a philosophical movement and they're trying to stamp out any true philosophical movement that doesn't end in nihilism or some kind of that's pretty much the end of it because I have a very optimistic view and the more I learn the more I learn there's less to fear and the more our methodology is honed the faster we are at reverse engineering propaganda so this is uh and that's where I stand too yeah. it's like I, I look at it as that old it's kind of like that old saying if you look on the bright side of things and you know stuff like that it it sounds corny and and it sounds um uh clichéous yet yet in the end honestly if you notice like it kind of takes me back to when you saw like like the older folks sometimes like with with like uh, everything that would be like going on sometimes like older people be like oh whatever and they just keep smiling and doing what they're doing it just doesn't affect them i think we've gotten to a point where it's like we have to now battle with with this with our our actual um emotions and the way we feel about things when we see these events happen and everything it's like don't give it your energy because that's what they're trying to harvest don't give it your your, your energy online like unless you're doing something talking about how it's how it's how it's being used against your energy other than that they're sucking from you like a vampire and they and they need your permission so when they so when they present this information and you willingly go in and you get emotional and you start attacking folks online or you start feeling like a part of you is now sad or depressed because of it, you've allowed them access. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we saw in 2020. I just they they gave you a formula that would lead you to what? Immerse yourself in their negative propaganda. You go into their immersive echo chamber and all of your contact is mediated through their little nightmare scenario and it's quite literally like putting you into a movie and allowing them to be your director and yeah I think that that is the goal here they don't want to you know parasites the system is very parasitical they don't kill the host mm -hmm. they feed off it and it's a very effective right. system just just use it like I said I think that when people watch that movie, The Matrix, like I said, in the scene with the folks like a battery, I think that people just look at it too literal when it's like there are other ways that they can just keep feeding off you. Like I said, it's not to, to uh, kill you. That's the reason I said I think we're, we're, we're uh, going to get to a point where in this whole meta situation and the upload thing where you won't even have to die. I think now people, nobody wants to die to feel that pain and to have that whole um, experience that they, they've seen other people go through because they know it's scary to them. From looking from this side of it, it's scary. So it's like if you can find a buffer zone and, and they'll give you a, a digital buffer zone where you can then make a transition into uh, something different, it's like, yeah, no, they're not going to quote-unquote kill you. Like I said, they'll keep your body alive like a, like a host and use it for something. 
You know, we talk you know, about until uh, it's not usable, and when it's not usable, then they'll use the parts, right? And when it's not, and when it's then not usable, then they'll turn it into Astro Creed, and they'll they'll get uh, stem cells out of it and other stuff. And you know what? Uh, in California, it's on the table composting your dead loved ones. And what's ironic about that is uh, the guy who started Earth Day went to jail after murdering his girlfriend and composting her. And I'm like, I used to say, hey, this is the most greenest guy of all. That's why he started Earth Day. He composted his own girlfriend. You don't get any greener than recycling your exes. (laughs) And now that's a normal thing that they're introducing. Wow. See, and and you know what? And And that's the reason I say that now they just package that and put you in a box. You live in that crazy world. You know what I'm saying? This did, this didn't happen in the in the metaverse. You know what I'm saying? This happened where we are right now. This guy he killed his family out here, and people did this this stuff out here. And now they make laws trying to go ahead and make it legal. If somebody like if somebody dies, then hell, you could use your your uh, family for you know compost on your land, keep your loved ones on your land, make them a part of the land. Watch, they gonna come up with all type of crazy, fancy like uh, promotional things, like you know, to so make your loved ones really a part of your land. Yeah, we you yeah. mentioned up uh, upload, and these are these these are TV shows we're watching, and it's really dark comedy disguised as light-hearted rom-com but it's truly dark black mirror level darkness it's like black mirror is the new standard and you know what and i'm gonna and i'm gonna tell you something it's like i've noticed that lately that it's like with the comedies no matter how funny some of them are or how or even when it's something that's kind of there's always this dark aspect of it it's like you know, you'll find yourself laughing at at something that's like in an actual situation in in this life outside of the television screen or whatever. It's not funny, but it's like you'll find yourself starting to get uh, desensitized, and and they'll even start to make you. Stand. And if you look at it for real, what it's doing is just taking it back to the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith slap thing. And we're watching all this damn dark comedy. It's not only desensitizing you, but it's also taking you backwards. It's making you remedial. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Look, I mean, I I agree with Jim Carrey. He may be in on this thing or not, but his sentiment stands simply that mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an atrocity to the First Amendment and our the the values that we should have. I mean, First Amendment's key. You know, you don't have that, you don't have anything. And the fact that this guy was able to use force to shut down an idea, and that wasn't the main issue night from, from the very beginning. And so that tells you there, that's a cultural shift. Like in this country, now we snitch mm-hmm. our neighbors for coughing right after COVID starts, people calling 911 because their neighbor coughs. So now we know that yeah, there's been a big shift, and I'm glad I know now that not everyone has the same uh, perspective. And that's the crazy thing is that it's like now with the, and if you look at the Will Smith-Chris situation again like this, it's the thing is like, okay, not only are they trying to censor what you're saying, but it's like, and they're and they're calling you mal, malware to the system and everything else. It's like if somebody, we've actually seen a, a simulation, a skit performed on the Oscars of when somebody says something that you don't like, you basically take action. 
not saying that you have to actually hit them in the mouth, but it's like hitting somebody in the mouth is actually a term to like um of suing somebody. Like when they say like you know what I'm saying, hit them in the pockets and everything. It's like hell in the hood, it's like man, when somebody when you when you lose a, a lot of money to something, it's like damn you got hit in the mouth. Know what I'm saying? It's like, so that's always been a term for something. That's the reason I'm saying these things are all multi-layered. It's like, this is money. This is, it's not even just the stagecraft of it. This is like the monetized aspect of it. Man, they're going to make money off of this because cause people don't know and people are going to buy into it. Is being something real, and when they can take these Saturday Night Live type of skits and make them real, and they can actually sell it and make us emotional off of it, and, and they can sell you products and everything, then you wonder why the hell uh, we have such a, a mental health crisis going on, and they're doing all this on the sake of, like, you know, mental health. They're keeping us so depressed they can give us all this. Uh, medication and they can um, um, uh, misdiagnose people and give them more medication and then and then there's the um, um, uh, recreational drugs and like I said mainstream media is the, the the biggest drug so it's like we're constantly fed nobody is given any time to sit quietly and actually assess what's what's going on around them. They keep you bombarded, whether they keep you bombarded physically, whether they, they keep you bombarded emotionally, or whether they keep you bombarded through your smartphone. They keep you, that's the real uh, distractions. People always say uh, distractions are these like events and stuff. It's not really the events. The distraction is the fact that like you pay attention to not only the event, you watch other stuff, TikTok videos, YouTube videos, Instagram posts, uh, twerking videos, everything pay, else. That's, pay attention. That's the key word here. You right. are, you're it's paying like, attention. It is a currency. Yeah, you're paying your attention. You're paying your currency to, to you know, so many stuff. You created so many bills so to speak, because you got to pay Instagram, you got to pay, uh, uh, you know, Facebook, or you got to pay Pinterest, you got to pay all these other platforms, because you got to go and check them out, 